Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Dan McLaughlin, I'm Randy Carricker. It is 9.46 in St. Louis. We head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And Ross Tucker of the Ross Tucker Podcast joins us. You can follow Ross on Twitter, at Ross Tucker NFL. He's all over social. He's got a spectacular podcast. And it's always good to talk to you, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Randy. Thank you so much for having me. Now, we're, we're thrilled to have you. And uh, you, you were involved in the broadcast last week and w- uh, another unbelievable weekend of football. Let's start with that. Was this the best year of playoffs leading up to the Super Bowl that you can remember? Well, the wild card round wasn't that great. So I'm not sure about that. I know this. I think the divisional round was the best weekend of football I can ever remember. I'm talking about my entire life. Every game was better than the next. You know, that Bengals-Titans game with the game-winning field goal by McPherson, and then that just led, of course, to the Packers getting upset by the Niners in the snow. I was in Tampa for that unbelievable comeback by the Bucks, but then the Rams surprised everybody and still win the game after the comeback. And, of course, you know, we'll be talking about that Bills-Chiefs game for a long time. Mm-hmm. Although, I say that, and, you know, when the teams that play in a game like that, if neither one of them ends up getting to the Super Bowl or winning it, those games kind of lose their luster a little bit. You know, it's like you almost need whoever won that game to go win the Super Bowl, and then we would talk about it as a game for the ages. Now... I'm not saying we'll forget about it, but it just won't quite be the same. Ross, I don't know how much you follow baseball, but one of the group, maybe the best World Series game ever played was Game Six of the 2011 World Series. David Freeze, hometown guy, hit a home run to win a game for the Cardinals, a game-winning homer. And Tony Larusa told Joe Buck the next night before Game Seven, he said, "You know, if we lose, nobody will remember that. If we lose Game Seven tonight, nobody will remember Game Six. And that you're you're talking about the exact same thing. I agree with you. the The luster of that victory is lost a little bit because of the the sense. Cincinnati win last weekend there's no question and and that was stunning I was on the sideline for it and certainly was not expecting that at all especially when it was 21-3 but I'm just very impressed by this Bengals bunch I mean they they don't blink they they believe and I really think by far the biggest reason for that is their quarterback Joe Burrow it's amazing how much one guy can change the mentality of an entire franchise, but it really feels like he has. I mean, I I interviewed him guys a couple minutes after the game on Sunday, and they said I could have three questions. Okay, no problem. I'll get get a good three questions ready. (laughs) 
I'm telling you, he was so relaxed when I asked him the first question that I kind of changed my game plan, as any good interviewer should do. And my second question was, Joe, you just won the AFC championship game. You're going to the Super Bowl. How are you so calm right now? <laughs> I mean, I just couldn't believe it. And he's like, well, you know, right after he made the kick, I was really excited. And, but, you know, it's been a couple minutes now, and I've kind of moved on, and I'm already thinking about the next one, and I kind of thought we would come here and win. Like, I was just blown away by how relaxed, calm, cool. I know Joe Montana's Joe Cool, and that's his nickname, but I don't know, Burrow, I'm not saying he's the player that Montana was at all, but he might be even cooler in terms of <laughs> wow. his demeanor. It's amazing that you say that, and uh, I was going to ask you about that. I was listening to your interview, and I was curious what it was like to be on the sidelines for that and to visit with Burrow and what you took away. So calmness by Joe Burrow, but I'm sure euphoria for everybody else on that sideline. You know, it's, uh, I, I never even got to a conference championship game in my seven years as a player. Um, furthest I got was a divisional round with New England in 05. I got to tell you, it's one of the most rewarding and coolest parts of my job is to be there in the moment when a lot of these young guys, like they're not married yet. They don't have kids. It's the best moment of their life. You know, they're going to the Super Bowl. Their dream since they were four or five years old is coming true. It's so cool. I mean, I interviewed Joe Mixon, and he got, he got emotional. He started crying, and I think part of that's because, you know, it's been well documented, but Joe had a horrific incident in college uh, that was on video that he'll really never live down, and a lot of teams wouldn't touch him as a result of it. But the Bengals drafted him, and I think he was just, like, so appreciative of the organization for giving him that opportunity. He, he choked up talking about the organization, talking about the city. It was really cool. Ross Tucker, the Ross Tucker Podcast. You hear him on Westwood One joining us on 101 ESPN. And, Ross, you talked on your latest podcast about the Brian Flores lawsuit. And we had the lawsuit against the league here in St. Louis. And I, I think because of what it was, one team moving, it's not a lawsuit that could have rocked the league. How do you feel about this one, though? Is, is the Flores lawsuit – if it goes to court, one that could change and rock the league? You know, it kind of already has. I, I mean, just in terms of the discussion around it, it it's, uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, the greatest player of all time retired, and it felt like an hour or two later, nobody cared because of this, you know, lawsuit from Brian Flores. Uh, you know, including the text messages from Bill Belichick. And the one that really jumped out to me is accusing Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, of offering him $100,000 per loss. I mean, that if there's any type of paper trail, if there's any type of evidence for something like that, I really believe that that's the type of thing where they could force an owner to have to sell. Although I talked to Albert Breer from the MMQB, on this morning's Ross Tucker football podcast. And he has heard or he expects Stephen Ross to suggest that he was joking 
which is actually, a, I, I would think, a really good defense. I mean, if you say you didn't say it, and then there's multiple other witnesses that say they heard it, then you got major problems. But if you say, yeah, I said it, I was joking. I was just trying to intimate to him that, you know, it was a rebuilding year and that losing that season wasn't the worst thing. I wasn't really offering him $100,000 per loss. It was a joke. I don't know how you, I don't know how you argue. I mean, I don't know how you argue against that. You know, you can't, if a guy says he's joking, how do you know he's not? I'm 100% with you. And he's also an investor in a gambling company. So gambling is going to become obviously front and center. It already is in certain states. And if he's an investor with that, with the NFL, and you're offering a coach 100 grand to throw games, uh, that's a little bit of a conflict of interest, Ross. Uh, you think? Uh, no question. No question about it. Uh, it's a huge conflict of interest, which is why a lot of people believe that the NFL would force him to sell yep. if there's any type of paper trail, any type of evidence. So that will be uh, very, very interesting. We have a little over a week before Super Bowl 56 in L.A., as you mentioned. You know the Bengals very well. The The Rams are, are, are what they are. We don't know if it'll be a home game for them. Well, they'll be on their own field at least. But are there things that you see in the Bengals that make you believe they can go to L.A. and win this thing? Yeah, it's, I think it's probably that they just don't know any better. You know, I mean, to come back from 21-3, now I think the Chiefs, enabled that comeback a little bit for sure. But to come back from 21-3 like they did, I'm just so impressed by the resiliency. And honestly, you know, I think the coaching staff deserves credit, certainly. Um, But, man, oh, man, it just feels like a lot of it is Joe Burrow. A lot of it is the belief that Joe Burrow has. I think it resonates throughout the entire team. You know, I just, I've always said this with Brady. I think that there's a a big psychological edge there when you have a quarterback that you really truly believe in. And he sets the tone for the entire organization and they're following. I mean, these guys, they're following, they believe in him. And uh, it's a really cool thing. I mean, I, I don't know about, I'm guessing everybody there is rooting against the Rams we are. for the most part. Um, 100%, yeah. I'm rooting – I'm not rooting against the Rams. I'm rooting for the Bengals because, you know, that city, they've never won a Super Bowl. They hadn't won a playoff game since 91. I mean, I'm just I'm – through. I was so happy they won the AFC Championship. I don't really care that much. And I've got friends on the Chiefs. I'd be happy for them. But I like fresh blood. I like when new teams win – I was hoping for a Bills Bengals AFC Championship game <laughs> that we would be guaranteed that one of them would make it, but the Bengals won anyway, so good for them. Yeah, and, and if you're rooting for the Bengals, Bengals, we're a hundred percent on board. We're we're fine with that, Ross. Yeah. Hey, bef- before we let you go, uh, a lot of guys that are married that have no idea what to get their bride for Valentine's Day. A lot of guys, hey, what do I get my mom for Valentine's Day? And I know you've got some great thoughts you've got great partnerships all the time for valentine's day ideas right no question a buddy of mine actually started this company called myfrontpagestory.com where they write stories you talk to them for like 10 minutes they write stories about your wife or your mom and i've seen so many videos now 
where the, the wife is like opening it up, open up the gift. And she's like, wait, what is this? It, Cause it's framed. It's beautiful. Looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. And she's like, and it's a picture of her and the family. And the guy's like, I had a story written about you. And they don't even know. Most women cool. don't even know that's a thing that, that you can get that done. So they're so blown away. They think it's so awesome. It really is truly a neat thing to watch. And then when they actually read the quotes from the husband, like, I just never, you know, thank her enough or tell her how much I appreciate all the little things she does. They almost always cry, guys. Almost always. <laughs> I told my buddy the motto of the company should be myfrontpagestory.com. She will cry. You will win. Myfrontpagestory.com. We love it. Hey, your work is so good on Sidelines for Westwood One, the podcast that you do. We advise people to go to uh, Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter and find all of your material because it's top shelf. Thanks so much for taking some time with us, Ross, and hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Anytime, guys. Thanks so much for having me. You bet. Thanks. See you later. Ross Tucker. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.